In today's episode of Locked On Pelicans, what if DeMarcus Cousins never gets injured? Let's do it. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Friday. The offseason has like actually begun. We just had the draft then free agency, then Summer League. It just has never slowed down with Summer League ending. It's kind of the official end of the offseason, the start of like the real quiet part of the offseason, however you want to do it. So we may drop the show down to three days a week. We'll see. There still might be enough to talk about, and I'm not sure if that's going to be the case just yet as we gear up for training camp in late September, beginning of October, and then the regular season for the NBA getting started underway on August 19th. We also get the season schedule released today when I'm recording this Thursday night. It's not out. We'll break that all down on Monday, so Monday is going to be fully the schedule release episode here of Locked on Pelicans, but today I want to have a little bit of fun. A what-if scenario in honor of on Disney Plus, the Marvel what-if show. Let's do that here a little bit with New Orleans, though maybe not as extreme as some of those. Let's go back to the 2017-2018 season. What if DeMarcus Cousins never gets hurt? Let's let's hop in the time machine here. I don't have like fancy sound effects or anything like that. Um, but that season, the Pelicans finished sixth in the Western Conference, 48 and 34. DeMarcus Cousins went down in January, tearing his Achilles and effectively really changing the trajectory of his career. And if you remember, he was playing some amazing basketball during that stretch in 48 games for New Orleans that season, averaging over 36 minutes per game, 25.2 points per game, almost 13 13 rebounds per game, 5.4 assists. He was also shooting 35% from three, making 2.2 per game. The dude was a freaking beast. The Pelicans were so unbelievably good that year and were just mauling opponents for a while. He went down. They went through a really rough stretch before they kind of went in playing super small and super fast with their pace just ratcheting up. And they get into the playoffs. They sweep the Golden State Warriors in the first round before losing in five games to the, not the Golden State Warriors, sorry, they sweep the Portland Trailblazers, shutting down Damian Lillard with Drew Holiday before losing in five games to the Golden State Warriors. But what would have happened if DeMarcus Cousins was healthy? What, how would that season have gone? And look, the that season and that injury had a massive impact on this franchise. They did not re-sign DeMarcus Cousins, Right. They offered him a two-year, $40 million deal that he turned down because he was in line for five years, $170 million before that injury, and he would have gotten it here in New Orleans. So he ended up leaving. Rondo didn't end up staying. And then you had that terrible year where Anthony Davis wanted out, the that's all, folks, the trade request, all of that, which ultimately, you know, Dell Dump's getting fired midseason, which ultimately led to the Pelicans getting Zion Williamson and being where we are today, which isn't 
amazing, I guess, but it's not nearly as bad as it could have been, right? So it's kind of one of those things where if that doesn't happen that way, you don't end up with Zion Williamson. So I think people look back on this and are like, whatever, it's kind of for the best. I think people are happy Anthony Davis is gone. I think they're kind of happy DeMarcus Cousins and some of the stuff with him is gone too. And you know, ended up being okay. The next year after that, by the way, they did sign Julius Randle. Maybe he would have had a you know greater impact with those guys. So coming up in today's episode of Lockdown Pelicans, we're going to look at all of that. So I see, and we'll get into this in the next segment. We're going to do this like the Clue movie, if you all know that, the ending, right? There's like two alternate endings, then one real ending. We're going to give you the two alternate endings. Let's game this out a little bit. What might have happened if DeMarcus Cousins doesn't get injured? I see two paths that this goes. And then in the third segment... I'm going to tell you how I really, truly think it would have gone. And I guarantee you that if this makes you sad and you're like, I don't want to recap all this, this bad times of Pelicans fan, you know, remember seeing DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis writing in Zulu, which was a whole lot of fun and them kind of really embracing the city. Maybe it makes you th- sad to think about that kind of being ripped away from you with DeMarcus Cousins, like screaming in pain on the ground, going after a rebound against the Houston Rockets. The end result and how I think it ultimately would have actually played out if he hadn't got injured, isn't great for New Orleans. And I'll explain in the third segment, but let's look at like the two more positive paths coming up here in the next segment of today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning towards football as teams are back on the grind to start football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. Get up-to-date odds, props, and even contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the 200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now only over at betonline.ag. So head to the website using your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's a new one right there. 100% welcome bonus when you use promo code locked on. So be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, which is make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to 25 bucks. It's a no risk, $25 bet. And bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season over at betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So we're doing the what if. What if DeMarcus Cousins doesn't get injured? How do things change for New Orleans and what's it look like? Let's game this out a little bit. Two paths here, I think, that I see. And please, in the comments, and I'll monitor that monitor them today a little bit more so than I normally do, tell me how you think this would have worked out. Do you see it being option one, which we're about to look at, option two, or option three, or an entirely different path, because I think that's a possibility too. So if he doesn't get injured, I think the Pelicans end up as the third seed in the Western Conference that year. They finished 48-34. and 34. That was tied with the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder were four, Jazz five, New Orleans was six. They played the Portland Trailblazers in the first round. Portland only had one more win than New Orleans did. So those two teams, in terms of record, really, really close. The Golden State Warriors won 58 games, while the Rockets won 65 that season. They weren't going to get close to that. But they would have finished with more wins than the Portland Trailblazers and solidly, I think, been the third seed in the Western Conference. So the way I see this playing out is they would have been three. And Portland might have been six. So you still would have had that same first round matchup between the Pelicans and the Portland Trailblazers. That doesn't change. 
And in that series, again, with Drew Holiday and the defense and everything they did, I think they sweep them. They sweep the Portland Trailblazers, who are six. They end up then playing the Golden State Warriors, who are who were the two seed in the second round. And this is where things get a little bit interesting. They probably ultimately lose to the Warriors in this. But the way you beat that Warriors team or could have beaten those Warriors teams is by crashing the boards. And with DeMarcus Cousins, who was a monster rebounder that year, alongside Anthony Davis, who's great, plus Miritich, I think New Orleans really could have done a good job and maybe taken it to six games instead of five. And maybe the series feels a little bit closer or even gotten it to seven games before ultimately falling. So in terms of the end of the season for New Orleans, they still lose to the Golden State Warriors. But six or seven games is going to make them feel a lot closer to being a championship contender than losing in five to the Golden State Warriors without DeMarcus Cousins. And so that changes things a little bit. DeMarcus Cousins signs that five-year, $170 million deal that offseason, and they roll into the season with most of the roster intact. I think they really make an effort to bring back Rajon Rondo then, and I don't even necessarily think he wants to leave at that point. Or you just do what they still did and kind of replace him with Alfred Payton, which was fine for the most part. I also still think they probably add Julius Randle to that roster and just go all in on being big. So things aren't changing that much, right? So they improve the team, retain Rondo, let's say, add Julius Randle, AD, DeMarcus Cousins, Drew Holiday, Miritich. You don't quite have a big three, but you've got a big like two and a half and a half and a half and a half. A bunch of other really good guys that kind of combined to make a big three at the time when you needed a big three to try and win an NBA title. So I think they go in and they feel really good about things next year. And they go into the 2018-2019 season and they make the playoffs. You know, they would have probably finished again as the third or fourth seed. 53 games is what it was going to take to get to that three seed. It would have taken 54 games to get to number two. I think they could have potentially made a push for that. And they end up losing in that. They weren't going to beat the Golden State Warriors again at that point in time. That The three-point shooting was still a big problem. Houston Rockets would have been a poor matchup for them, I think, in the postseason too. Not really having guys that could defend the perimeter as well as they would have liked. So they ultimately get closer, but not all the way there. But if they've finished in back-to-back years as a home court advantage team, AD maybe isn't thinking about leaving and feeling really good. And then it's the bubble year when they have a breakthrough. When all of those teams kind of go in the bubble, they would have lost Julius Randle after that. But you still could have kept Rondo. You could have kept Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. And that bubble year, that interruption, teams with a lot of continuity really seem to have some success, I think. And the Pelicans would have been one of the better teams with that. That's their year that they could have won the NBA Finals. Or at least made it. Maybe lose to the Miami Heat. Something like that. But that's the year they could have been really, really good. And that's kind of one route that I see it going. Like they would have, if he had stayed healthy and they kind of kept the core of that team together. And added, you know, minor shooting guys here and there. AD and DeMarcus Cousins were so dominant together. I really think you would have been looking at them as being a title contender in the 2019-2020 season, the bubble season, the COVID, you know, two seasons ago now. I truly think they could have done that. Or if there's the other way it plays out, right? Option B, the little bit, little bit more depressing, but still a good run. After those back-to-back years, the Pelicans are a top four seed, top three seed in 2018-2019, lose to the Golden State Warriors, and AD then just says, you know what? It's not going to work here. I want out. He's fed up with Dell Demps. 
They don't have first round picks. There's no youth movement coming in. They just lost Julius Randle. He probably thinks they're a little bit worse and still tries to force his way out at kind of the same period of time. You know, just a little bit later, kind of delayed six months or so in the offseason before the bubble shortened year. It's not bad. And then all of a sudden the Pelicans are just stuck with DeMarcus Cousins, who's a good player. Eventually trade Drew Holiday. They've treaded water enough, but they're never at that point bad enough because DeMarcus Cousins is so dominant to kind of outright tank and end up with a high draft pick, getting a guy like Zion or even, you know, say Jalen Green of Immobile, one of the guys in this year's draft that are still that kind of blue chip game changing prospect for you to build around. And now we're just kind of mired in just like being a mediocre team like the Indiana Pacers or something like that. It's nice to make the playoffs every year, but you know you're not going to be a title contender. And I think that's kind of option B. It's still positive. You got into the playoffs back-to-back years. That's fun. But I don't think AD necessarily would have looked at that team, especially losing, say, Julius Randle after one year and been like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be really better. Certain point, just they were running out of ways to improve the team. The assets were running low. They were trading first-round pick after first-round pick for marginal at-best upgrades. And it just wasn't going to happen. So those are kind of the two ways. There's one really positive, one kind of in the middle But I'm going to tell you coming up in the next segment how I really think it would have gone down. And I'm going to share a little bit of behind the scenes stuff here in this next segment, too. So you want to stick around for this one to get kind of some of the tea being spilled to a certain degree um, for all of that. So let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever increasing number of makes and models out there, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Don't endure pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. It's not a fun situation. You got ac- uh, you've got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using rockauto.com. I choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer, and their website is super easy to use. You get to just click on the year, the make, the model of your car. They're going to show you everything they have in stock, which is going to be a lot of stuff, and they're going to have multiple options for you for everything. Do you want the performance brake pads that are going to like stop your car on a dime? Maybe. They're going to cost a little bit more, but you can get them there. Do you need something that's just kind of good for everyday commuting? You don't need race car brake you know, uh, brake pads, but you need something that's going to stop your car. So you go the middle of the roadway. Are you a daredevil? Want to live dangerously and go with the kind of super cheap budget ones that because you just need your car moving. You can do all of that. They have all the different options. They're going to be cheaper than anywhere else. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. And when you check out rockauto.com for all the parts available for your car or truck, right, locked on in there, how did you hear about us box? so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I eat one of these every single day for lunch. I had one today. I don't like a heavy lunch to bog me down. I try and usually work through it at the day job. Eating one of these things, kind of getting that protein to really keep me going and kind of fuel my body while they're being in low calories, they're great. I feel good. You know, it's healthy. It's exactly what you want. You don't need your protein bar to taste amazing. 
But if it can taste amazing, don't, don't you want to go that route? I had the mint brownie today. I also just got the Rocky Road flavor. I love the salted caramel as well. Um, I've enjoyed the raspberry too. The coconut one's great. And also, if you ever get a chance to get the coconut brownie chunk, just buy that one whenever they sell it. Also, the churro puff bar is really cool. It's light. It's airy. It's like nothing you've ever had. You wouldn't believe that these things are healthy for you. And they are. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories between 130 and 180. 4 to 5 grams sugar. 4 to 5 grams net carbs. All amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you're going to get 15% off your next order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off over at built.com. So we're doing Pelicans What If today. What if DeMarcus Cousins never gets hurt? And I've got a bunch of other what ifs we can do. So if you all like this, we can do more of these. Trust me, we've got a lot of them. What if the Pelicans don't re-sign Eric Gordon? There you go. What happens if they don't get Zion Williamson or end up with the number one overall pick? There's a bunch of ways we can kind of play this out. What if Tyson Chandler's doctor doesn't decide that or, or think he can never play again, basically? And how does that change things? That's like the far back one that like spirals out into like, a, you know, the multiverse and all of that. So what if today, though, what if DeMarcus Cousins never gets injured? We just went over the two options. There's one where it's like they might be a title contender, basically two seasons ago, but kind of feels still like last season, right? The bubble shortened season, they would have had a very big advantage and been really, really good. But I don't see it having played out that way. Even kind of the middle of the road options, I don't I don't see it playing out that way. And here's the reason why. I think early on, Anthony Davis decided he wanted out. Even in the midst of that season and sweeping the Portland Trailblazers, I think he kind of knew he didn't want to be here anymore. Whether that was Clutch doing it, whether it was his family talking to him and being like, this isn't the place to be. Maybe it was because he had a really bad relationship with Dell Demps. And if Dell Demps had been fired years and years before that, maybe there was a chance he would have stayed and he just wasn't going to play any longer as long as Dell Demps was the, the general manager of the team telling you that that relationship was quite strained things might have been different but they those aren't that's not the what ifs we're talking about right just the demarcus cousins injury sweeping the portland trailblazers you know losing the next round say to the golden state warriors or even if they were to have gotten to the conference finals right they would have played the houston rockets in the conference finals there and i don't know if they would have won you know the houston rockets almost beat the golden state warriors that year it took an unbelievably bad three-point shooting game for them to lose that series like an all-time historically bad one that Rockets team was really really good yes New Orleans did well against them but against the barrage of three-point shooting I don't know if New Orleans could have kept up just like they couldn't really keep up against the Golden State Warriors so even if they get that far I think Anthony Davis just realizes this team's not going to work and I think it would have played out the exact same way that it did the next season he had even admitted to his teammates, and his teammates had said it, right, that he went in at the start of that year and told the team, I'm probably going to want out this year. I'm going to probably request a trade. And that's coming off a season where they swept a team in the first round. It was the best team he had been on, basically. And he was like, nah, I want out. The relationship with Dell Demps was strained. His parents were in his ear. Clutch was involved in all of this, too. I think that if that team hadn't been that good to start the year, he still quietly would have been like, I want out. I want out. And nothing would have really changed. So while we always have this big what if about DeMarcus Cousins, I think Anthony Davis was already gone and wasn't even considering 
wanting to be a part of this team anymore and just wanted to be anywhere else. And we heard, you know, stories from Paul George, right, that he was trying to recruit a superstar. And the only one that made any sense was Anthony Davis to come play with him in Indiana. And that superstar was very interested, but the uh, Indiana Pacers front office and team didn't want to make that move because they didn't want to spend, basically. That guy was Anthony Davis he was talking about. And if all that's true, AD wanted out. It was, he was never going to stay, even if DeMarcus Cousins was healthy. And if he still wants out and you're left with DeMarcus Cousins on a f- you know five-year, $170 million deal, you're just going to kind of tread water for a couple of years, and it's all going to come crashing down. They would have kept El Demps. They would have kept trading first-round picks. And this rebuild would have been way longer. We wouldn't be in, you know, like we are right now, being like, they should be in the playoffs with all the assets and picks that they have and the young players in, you know, some of these guys. They would have just been making the playoffs kind of every year, and that's about it, and not going anywhere and not had a whole lot of other stuff. Even if they traded AD in kind of the same deal and paired that stuff around to Marcus Cousins, they wouldn't have been able to add much to the team. You would have worried of could they afford a super, you know, that max deal for Brandon Ingram alongside $170 million to DeMarcus Cousins. And things are probably looking worse than they are today. But I don't think much would have changed. So I know while people always kind of lament what what could have been and what would have happened, I don't think you need to. I don't think it would have changed at all. I think AD was that gone. There you go. The what if actually doesn't change a whole lot. Yes, there's there's a way they are a title contender and maybe win in the bubble. Like I truly think that team could have done a lot of damage if they had been kind of consistently there. But AD wanted out. That was never going to be realistic. And the way it was going to play out is, you know, the way it was going to play out no matter what happened. Kind of one of those weird what ifs where it seems like the end possibilities are endless, but there was just one. Because AD kind of sucks, right? Like that That's kind of how, how it was, especially with New Orleans here. So tell me, am I wrong? Do you think there's another way this could have played out? Do they win the title that bubble year, do you think? What do you think a team of Lonzo Ball, DeMarcus Cousins, Brandon Ingram, and Drew Holiday would have looked like? Actually, that's not that bad when I kind of say it out loud, right? Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Let me know what you think. I'll monitor the comments. I'll, I'll, I'll see what you all say because I'm kind of curious too. And if you like these, let me know in the comments too. We'll do more what ifs or let me know on Twitter. If you're listening in the podcast form, please subscribe by the way, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all on Monday for the schedule breakdown episode.